Welcome to the Daily Dad Podcast, where we provide one lesson every single day to help you with your most important job, being a parent. I'm Ryan Holiday, and I draw these lessons from ancient philosophy, modern psychology, practical wisdom, and insights from parents just like you all over the world. Thank you for listening, and we hope this helps. Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another weekend episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. Sometimes we do interviews, sometimes we do excerpts, sometimes we do articles, and then sometimes I just riff a little bit. And that's what I was thinking about doing today. Um, I just put uh, Robert Greene, the GOAT, greatest of all time, my mentor, on a plane back to Los Angeles. He came out and visited us for a few days. Uh, I saw him briefly over the summer when I was in Los Angeles, uh, but I haven't seen him here in Austin, not just since the beginning of the pandemic, but since he came to my wedding in 2015, uh, Robert is even more monkish than I am and uh, is often very, is often so disciplined about his work and his routine that he doesn't travel much. So we are very flattered and honored for him to come out. Um, we, we recorded some podcasts together, so that'll be coming. Uh, we worked on some projects together. He signed a bunch of copies of his books for The Painted Porch, almost a thousand of them, which is really generous and cool. Um, but uh, it was just wonderful to see him. Uh, a couple thoughts that I felt like sharing. So Robert is the godfather of my children. Um, he doesn't have any children of his own. So it's sort of a special bond they have. And, and as it happens, Robert's actually writing about, uh, he's writing this book right now about the sublime, the sort of uh, sort of deeper state of consciousness, of connectedness, of presence that uh, we're able to get to. And he's doing a section on children. And part of it was for him to, to spend some time with children. And I'm not, I, I don't know if I'd describe my uh, children as sublime so much as crazy feral animals, but he did get to see them play and have fun, sort of be in that sublime childlike state, which I think we as adults need to not lose sight of, not just as, as far as protecting it and preserving it for them uh, by overstructuring their days, by uh, uh, trying to to, to, to mold them into, make them into something that they shouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, putting them in front of a screen too often or whatever. Um, but also because we deserve that sort of present, joyful, sublime state. That's where my best work comes from. Those are the moments I remember most fondly. Um, just the idea of play, right? And connectedness, and uh, creativity. It's, these are important states that we take for granted and uh, lose track of at our peril, right? We're responsible, mature adults. Um, then we wonder why we don't have any fun, why we're depressed. I, I think that that was, that was a big part of the visit. But, you know, Robert has been um, one of the guiding influences of my life. I certainly wouldn't be here where I am in my life without him, but I would I don't think I'd be even here talking to you uh, because Robert shaped me as not just a, a man, but as a as a writer, as a professional. 
And I'm just so grateful for that. There's this wonderful quote that I love from Seneca that I think of all the time. He says, um, we don't choose our parents, but we choose whose children we want to be. And the funny thing about being a writer is that people go, oh, were your parents creative? You know, they, they, they assume that that's where that influence came. That's what shaped you. And of course, my parents shaped me in so many wonderful ways. But uh, I, I don't think growing up, I knew a single person who was creative for a living. I mean, honestly, I don't know if I knew anyone who worked for themselves, who didn't like have a job. And I grew up in Sacramento. And so most people had not only had jobs, but most of the parents were civil servants. Both my parents were civil servants, not for the state, but for the county. But the, the idea of like living by your creativity of making something, having an artistic calling, like I had no background or exposure to that. And so Robert coming into my life pretty early on, I met him uh, when I was about 19 or 20 years old, and I started doing transcriptions and little research tasks for him. And, uh, uh, you know, now he's been in my life for, for almost 15 years. It's almost unbelievable for me to think about it. But, like, Robert's not my father. There's no sort of blood tie between us. But I very much choose to see myself as a descendant, as an heir to him, not legally, not in any way other than his example uh, is something I try to follow and his standards and his approval and respect is something I try to live up to. So he's in, in that way, I, I would very much describe him as a surrogate parent. Um, we, one of the interviews, uh, that we did, we did an, an interview uh, for the Skinny Confidential at the Painted Porch. It was a fun little sort of roundtable discussion. But um, he said this thing. I almost, I almost cried. It, it hit me so hard. He, he described me as a surrogate son, which you know, it just meant it meant so much to me. But it meant so much to me because of who I see Robert as and the standards that he set. We did a. We did a Daily Stoic email a couple months ago about Tim Duncan's Hall of Fame speech. And he was talking about, he says, people ask me what I learned from David Robinson, who was the sort of dominant uh, player and, and Hall of Famer there in, in, in San Antonio when, when Duncan was drafted. Um, and he, he listed all these things, punctuality, commitment, selflessness, dedication, you know, all of that. And he said... But I don't, I don't know if I can think of a single time that David Robinson ever talked to me about any of those things. He said he just modeled it. He just was those things. And I, although Robert's been in my life for 15 years, it was kind of crazy spending the, these couple of days together because I realized I don't think I've ever seen Robert on consecutive days. I mean, maybe at my wedding, but but so almost never in a decade and a half have we spent more than a couple hours together at one time. A lot of a lot of our interactions early on were me like dropping off some papers at his house and talking for five minutes, or him calling me on the phone, you know, every month or so. He's kind of an embodiment of one of the laws of power: always say less than necessary. Robert didn't give me that much in the way of explicit instruction. He modeled it. He's modeled it. He's shown me what 
a writer's life looks like, what a quiet professional looks like, what a master looks like, what someone who is uh, after sustained excellence, what they have to look like. But then also he showed me all these other things. And, you know, it's funny because people think of Robert and the 48 Laws of Power. There's even laws about like, let others do all the work, take all the credit, or, you know, crush your enemy totally, you know, make use of enemies, be wary of friends. But then Robert has also shown me this like incredible generosity and patience and empathy and kindness. Like, again, he had no, uh, other than like the minor, you know, professional transactions we had, I'm paying you to do this. Can you do that? Where is it? He had no real obligation to me beyond that. And yet sort of selflessly and patiently and generously, he, he has taken an interest in my career and guided me and answered my questions and, and always been there for me. I've been a runner for a really long time, as you know, but one of the best changes and in investments I made a couple years ago was the decision to get into cycling. You know, bikes are not one size fits all. And when you want the ultimate personalized bike shop experience, talk to the experts at competitivecyclist.com. They're the online specialty retailer of road and mountain bikes, components, apparel, accessories, trailers, everything you could possibly need. Plus their gearheads, equal parts, customer service and cycling fanatics, they can answer your questions about anything. They're former pro athletes, Olympian, seasoned cyclists with years of experience. Right now, just go to competitivecyclist.com slash daily dad, enter promo code daily dad to get 15% off your first full price purchase, plus free shipping on orders of 50 bucks or more. Some exclusions apply. Go right now, get 15% off plus free shipping at competitivecyclist.com slash daily dad, enter promo code daily dad. I'm a creative person. I feel like every human was born to create and nothing makes me sadder than people who say things like, I'm not creative, I don't have time for hobbies. In fact, this is what I was writing about in Stillness is the Key. We are meant to not just do the one thing we're good at professionally, but also to pursue other things, to invest and learn and seek out new skills. Everyone was born to create and that's why Skillshare is such a great platform. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. I recently checked out a great productivity masterclass, Principles and Tools to Boost Your Productivity by my friend and YouTuber Ali Abdal. Whether you're a dabbler or a pro, a hobbyist or a master, your creative and Skillshare can help you explore that creativity with great hands-on classes. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Daily Dad and get a one-month free trial premium membership. That's a one-month trial, a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Daily Dad. And, and I, I, I'm just grateful for that, but it, it just reminds me of what I have to do as a parent, what we all have to do as a parent, which is that, yes, you see your kids a lot more uh, than, than uh, you would uh, with someone like a mentor, but um, that it's not about what you say. It's about who you are. It's about what you do. It's about what you model. If you haven't watched the HBO documentary about Gary Shandling, um, which which Judd Apatow produced, he was sort of uh, the the uh, Ryan Holiday to the Gary Shandling uh, in that relationship. Gary Shandling was the mentor of Judd Apatow. Uh, uh, Gary Shandling didn't have any children, but he had this sort of 
huge impact in Hollywood because of the people that he mentored, uh, the protégés, men and women, young comics, young actors, young producers and directors who he shaped, who uh, he gave so much to. And why, why did he do that? Well, he had a particularly unhappy childhood. Um, he didn't get what he needed from his parents. And I think he felt kind of called, as he said, to give what he didn't get. And, and the, the documentary, I think it's a two-part documentary, is really, really beautiful. I loved watching it. I think uh, all of you will as well. It, it did remind me a lot of Robert Greene and, and my relationship with Robert. If you want your kids to be something, you have to be that thing. And you have to be that thing all the time because they're always looking. And, and they're probably not listening, but they are looking. And so, I don't know, that was just... Uh, uh, those lessons kind of came flooding back to me, and it was just uh, it was just a wonderful experience. Um, I guess the other couple thoughts I had were were this idea of the sort of mentor mentee relationship. We talked about this in the daily and uh, the Skinny Confidential podcast. Um, I, I was re- rewatching uh, Thirty Rock and uh, Tracy Jordan or Tracy Morgan's character. Uh, you know, he says, I will be your mentor and you will be my manatee. But that this relationship of the mentor-mentee, it, it's, it's also a profound and important relationship. Your relationship with your kids is not the only relationship you have with the next generation. And obviously for what I went through with Robert, I feel obligated to pay that forward. Um, how do I help other people? What traits am I trying to model? Um, who am I helping with very little thought of what I what I get in return? Um, but I'd also say that, you know, I, to me, I think the big lesson here is that you can have more than one father figure or parental figure in your life. And in fact, we need these surrogate parents. Uh, David Brooks wrote this piece uh, a couple months ago about the nuclear family and, and the sort of problem with simply having the nuclear family, we need, as they say, that it takes a village, we need more. And so who are the father or mother figures in your life that are shaping you? That are giving you the things that you didn't get. Um, You can have more than one father or mother figure in your life. And indeed you should, because like Gary Shandling, none of us got everything that we needed, right? Um, None of us were born in exactly the family that sets us up to who we want to be now. There, there were things that our parents didn't know, that couldn't do, that couldn't have prepared us for. And so having these mentors is so, so important. Having these people who can shape and influence and change and inspire and guide you, um, it, 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 it's essential. So I guess uh, if there's any call to action with today's episode, it's just encourage you to think about finding not just one person like that, but many people like that. Um, You know, Robert has not been the only mentor in my life. He's the the most sustained and prolonged and now kind of the singular influence, but I've had so many others. And I've always sought them out. And when I meet someone who's who's older and successful and wise, I I just, I want to to benefit from that wisdom. I want, I, I guess... You know, when I look back at it, I think clearly I was looking for something that I didn't get, um, trying to to find something. And, and certainly, I think, looking a little bit for approval, too. But 
I don't know. I've just benefited so much from these relationships. And I guess the other call to action on today's episode would be just a reminder that as you yourself get older, as your kids get older, that uh, you don't stop there. And so who are you, uh, who, whose uh, surrogate parent are you also being? Who are you guiding? Uh, who are your manatees? Uh, if you could have just 1% of the impact that someone like Robert Greene had on me personally, just think about what that would mean for that person and think about what it would mean for you. And uh, anyways, that's the that's the little update for me and the Robert Greene trip. Uh, we posted a picture of it on Instagram. Uh, the podcast, the full podcast episode will be coming soon and you can get signed copies of the 48 Laws of Power, Art of Seduction, uh, 33 Strategies of War, uh, Laws of Human Nature, Mastery, his new book, The Daily Laws, which I think is incredible and I was so honored to be able to be a part of, is also available, uh, not just everywhere books are sold, but we've got signed copies at thepaintedporch.com. Robert, if you're listening, thank you for everything. Uh, hope I make you proud. And I appreciate all the support. And uh, it was meant a lot that you came out and saw us. I'm sorry your plane was delayed on the way home. Hope you're feeling well-rested now that you're back. And uh, appreciate it. That is my Tempest Fugit Challenge coin, which I have here on my desk and I play with, although not usually when I'm recording. Tempest Fugit is this idea that time flies. Your kids grow up very fast. We must not take the present for granted. We must seize it while we have it. Hold it tightly, hold them tightly. Tempest Fugit just means time flies in Latin. And it is the slogan of our first ever Daily Dad Challenge coin. And it's a daily reminder of the most important piece of parenting advice there is, which is that you must be present. You must not take this moment for granted. You must remember that all time can be quality time. It says Tempest Fugit on the front. It's got an hourglass. And then on the back, it says, all time is quality time, and they grow up so fast. These are just really important reminders I wanted to have as a parent. I have it here sitting on my desk. I carry it with me. I'm going to get another one for the car. I am holding in my hands the very first one off the mint we use in Minneapolis. They've been in business since 1882. It's a wonderful family-owned business that makes not just the Daily Dad coins, but all the coins we make over at Daily Stoic as well. You can check out this new coin. I hope you'll check it out. Again, it's a wonderful everyday carry at dailydad.com slash store. If you want to support me, if you want to support Daily Dad, this is a way to do that. And I think it's just a really wonderful, important reminder. I hope you check it out. We just launched it. Go to dailydad.com slash store.